My name is Esther, and today we'll be talking about the Glom's Castle Monster. Keep listening to find out what the hell happened. Hi, welcome to What the Hell Happened. Today I am here with the enigmatic Mr. Lockwood. Good evening. Mysterious and impossible to understand completely. <laughs> I have no response for enigmatic. Sorry. I feel like you're impossible to understand completely. <laughs> well, I guess I, I guess that's sort of it. I was pretty dead nuts on with that one. I, don't know, I always think enigmatic is like aloof as well. You know, I'm not really aloof. No. Am I? No, there's no. other bad things I could call you. Go ahead. Other than aloof. <laughs> a lunkhead? A doof. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do we have anything to talk about? I really hope so. I don't know that we do. I'm here to talk about what you want to talk about. Well, what I would like to talk about is the story I'd like to tell you. Oh, boy. But you had no idea that was coming. Mm, well, I have no idea about this story. You've really been keeping me in the dark on this one. No well, clues, hints, no nothing. I think that you're going to like the idea of this story. I'm not sure you're going to... Again, you'll be disappointed halfway through. It'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> I got to stick with the routine. Well, the last one was fun. I wasn't disappointed, actually. Oh, good. I thought you might be. I would like someday. For it to be for just. For it to be real. Thrilling all the way to the end. Yeah. Oh. For real, real. Oh. Well, I mean, that is. Uh, Convincingly poss- real. That's a possibility with this one. Would you like to hear a story? Again, yes. Yes, I would. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yep. Okay. I'm sure. Yep. Hold on. Yep. I'm ready. All right. Well, today we'll be discussing the Glom's Castle Monster. Glomus? It's Glom's. I looked it up. That's how they pronounce it. Scotland. It is spelled like Glamis in my Ohio nasally Mm -hmm. accent. G-L-A-M-I-S, but is pronounced Glom's. There's a lot of Scottish words like that. Yes. And Celtic words, too. Which Glom's sounds much more fancy than Glamis. Mm -hmm. Glamis. So we're going to go with Glom's. Uh, Have you ever heard of the Glom's Castle Monster? Not in the least, no. Okay, good. And we're going to Scotland. Never even heard of Scotland. What? (laughs) Pretty sure you have some Scottish in you. (laughs) Well, it's not like the motherland like beams into my head and says, hey, you're part Scottish. Let me tell you about Scotland. No. No, it doesn't do that. I'm going to give you uh, a few details of Gloms uh, and Gloms Castle. Gloms is located next to the village of Gloms in Angus, Scotland. The castle has been the home of the Lyon family since the 14th century, and was the childhood home of Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother. Mm. I have a couple pictures of this castle here for you. Oh, there's the Queen Mother. Mm-hmm. There she is. There's her as a little girl. And there's her. That's probably not even that reason. You know, the older she got, the more English she looked. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She was a really cute little girl. 
She has English teeth, too. <laughs> she does. Don't make fun of the Queen Mother. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. I'm thinking about having a portrait made of myself to hang in our living room. Okay. Above our fireplace. Cool. You're, like, afraid to make fun of her, aren't you? No, I it's just it's a nice-looking portrait. Oh, really? You like that? Yeah. Do you love it? <laughs> it's fun. It's like grandma as the queen. Yeah. You know what? That would be a really awesome thing to like get your grandmother for Christmas is a painting of herself with a crown on. <laughs> My grandma would probably love that. <laughs> Put I that think on that's the how list. She, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Put that on the Christmas wish list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they sell those Painted on Amazon. Painted with like huge diamond necklaces and rings and everything all yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Granny's looking fly. The estate covers more than 14,000 acres and includes gardens, parks, and has working crops along with producing lumber and beef. It's quite the giant. Like currently it's doing that? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I believe so. 14,000 acres? 14,000 acres. I've been in bigger places. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. Here it is. It is enormous yeah. and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I tried to get you a couple of different angles of this place. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it looks a little like the Disney castle, I'm it, not going to lie. Here's some of the grounds. Pretty vast, really lush, very pretty. Yeah. I'd be lost in that castle in a second. In 1372, the castle was built at Glom's and was given to Sir John Lyon, who was married to King Robert II's daughter, Lady Jane Stuart, as her dowry. So this was given to the husband mm -hmm. as his dowry for the wife. Quite the gift. Yeah, I would say this place is pretty awesome. But again, I, I don't even know. Like, if somebody gave me this castle, I'd be afraid to go inside because I'd be afraid afraid I'd get lost and never go back out. Well, there's hundreds of staff around to direct you. I guess so. It's not like you're just there by yourself. I'd have to have somebody like right outside each doorway. I think that you would have that. You think? Yeah. Huh. Especially in 1340 or whatever. 1372. 1372. Yeah. yeah, maybe. The castle was forbidding with 15 foot thick walls and what seemed like endless rooms and chambers. You ain't getting out. So if you get in and you get lost, you ain't getting out either. <laughs> it's a scary place. It's supposed to be for keeping people from getting in. So here's a, a little bit of a picture of the inside of one of the corridors. I mean, this is just a minute fraction. That's awesome. Yeah, it's got coats of armor everywhere. What are these? Antelope. There's some antelope on the wall. Boars, all sorts of animals. Mm -hmm. Lots of really big furniture mm -hmm. with super high backs that probably weigh 4,000 pounds a piece. <laughs> it's big furniture. I guess you need big furniture in a big castle like that. It's not that. from Ikea. No, no, it's not. In 1449, one Saturday evening, a man named Alexander Lindsay, who was the fourth Earl of Crawford, sat down to play a game of dice with the third lord of gloms. As the game grew later into the night and the clock struck midnight, 
the Lord of Gloms refused to continue playing because it was now Sunday and was the day of the Sabbath. Mm. This started a massive argument, and in a rage, Alexander Lindsay stormed up the stairs to one of the rooms in the turrets. And as he went, he roared furiously, If no man will play me, I'll play the devil himself. (laughs) I mean, because that's what I do when I lose a game. (laughs) (laughs) Or just no one will play with me anymore. Well, I usually just turn into the devil when I'm done playing. Earl of Gloms, he'd been on a run. He's like, well... Time to quit. I think it's time to stop. Time to tuck in. And the other guy's like, what do you mean? You gotta give me a chance to win some of my money back. I can't yeah. go home. My wife will kill me. You think he threw a I didn't win the game hissy fit? Yeah, and then this guy's like, well, you know, it is the day of the Sabbath, so... We're just mm-hmm. going to have to stop. Guess we'll have to play again next week. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy just lost it. He went stomped upstairs and cried. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> That's all I could picture. Yeah. 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 I think he was a sore loser. He had a meltdown. He did have a meltdown. So a few minutes later, everyone that had been in the room were startled by the sight of a tall, dark man in a cloak who just appeared on the staircase out of thin air. How about that? I'll play with you, the figure said, and the man made his way to the room that Alexander had disappeared into and locked the door behind him. Visitors listened. This isn't our main story, by the way. Okay, Okay. good. Visitors listened as the two men shouted and swore. The stakes of the game became higher until they heard Alexander shout, I'll stake my soul then. (laughs) But he lost the game against the (laughs) ominous stranger. You don't say. Uh And just as he had come, the man disappeared. (laughs) Alexander died five years later, and the lore is that the devil had claimed the soul that he was promised. I think it would have been funnier if the guy in the dark cloak walked out with like i don't know this guy's skin or something (laughs) he promised him his soul not a skin suit (laughs) (laughs) or like he walked out and he's like ah see you guys later and like they go in there and he's just like an empty bag of skin (laughs) (laughs) he got him hanging up on the back of the door (laughs) like a robe (laughs) hung out to dry i think that's what they call that in gambling (laughs) i mean the moral of the story is definitely like do not wager your soul when some random stranger shows up and says they'll play you Uh I don't know. So anyway, that's something now, that here's the thing. allegedly happened in the castle. If you were to wager the devil for your soul, wouldn't he also be wagering his soul? Yeah. So what happens when you beat the devil? You don't beat the devil. But when you do, someday someone will. And then what happens? They become the devil? They uh, just get all the devil's powers? Maybe. What? That would be really cool. Who knows? Yeah. I guess it's never happened because nobody's... Apparently not. Nobody's uh, told us that Hey, yet. maybe the devil's like Santa Claus. Like there's a new one every 50 maybe years. Maybe he just passes off. Yeah. Or, or like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just yeah. pass that power off and take mm-hmm. the name and no one knows any different. Mm-hmm. And except- he retires in, where was it? Like the Caribbean or something? I don't know. Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and suddenly... The guy who was five foot tall and 200 pounds is now a young, blonde, 
Yeah. You know, six foot three man, but yeah. no one knows the difference. Yeah, and the old devil goes to Puerto Rico. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he retires in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Oh, the devil you went, know what? The he's, devil went down to Puerto Rico. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> I mean, he's just taking what he was owed. <laughs> you know, you can't make a deal with the devil and then expect him not well, to I mean, come. Well, I mean, the retired devils—they're all good guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they play a lot of cards and games down there <laughs> in Bermuda. <laughs> so it was said that once a group of wounded folks from a neighboring town showed up at the castle seeking refuge from a clan that they had been feuding with. Retreat! Being thoroughly annoyed with the feuding neighbors, the current Lord of Gloms. So there's a lot of Lords of Gloms here, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm going to do my best to just, you know, whatever time period we're in, that's the Lord of Gloms. Oh, sure. yeah. So I'm going to do my best to keep a number with them. This one, I'm not sure exactly what number of Gloms he is, but. <laughs> Am I going to have to keep track of all these numbers eventually? No. No. Oh, okay. no. There's just so many of them, but just know if I say Lord of Gloms and there's a hundred years between them, it's probably not the same one. Just FYI. Being thoroughly annoyed with the feuding neighbors, the current Lord of Gloms at the time agreed to hide the people. He showed them to a secret room where no one would ever find them. Decades later, another Lord of Gloms discovered the secret room, opened it, and to his shock and dismay, he found the remains of the clan. So the previous Lord of Gloms left them in there. That's awesome. I love that story. It appeared as though many of them had attempted to eat their own arms to avoid starvation. He promptly had the wall bricked up, and unfortunately, the location of the room was lost. It is reported to be only one of many lost rooms like in the stories. castle. Yes. I thought you might. Generations later, another family member named John Lyon, Lord of Gloms, married a woman named Janet Douglas, who was the daughter of the master of Angus. Now that is a title. The Master of Angus. <laughs> uh, I like that one a lot. That's like a good name. Only one G away from being a real ass man. <laughs> Mr. Lockwood. <laughs> How could you? It's so undignified of That's you to Mr. say. That's Mr. Lockwood of Angus to you. During the time of their marriage, James V was feuding with the Douglas family. There's a lot of feuding going on. It's Scotland. Yeah. Everyone's mad. Yeah. Mad and drinking. Oh, wait, that's the Irish. Never mind. That's Scotland, too. Yeah. During the time of their marriage, James V was feuding with the Douglas family. In December of 1529, Janet was accused of treason for bringing supporters of the Earl of Angus to Edinburgh. Janet's husband passed away, and she was accused of poisoning him, and eventually was also accused of witchcraft. She was burned at the stake on July 17, 1537, after years of being imprisoned. After this, James V seized Gloms and lived there for about six years before it was returned to another John Lyon VII, Lord of Gloms. Seven. Thirteen. Number seven. 
1606, Patrick Lyon, the ninth Lord of Gloms, began a major overhaul of the castle. At some point, the Commonwealth of England, Scotland, and Ireland soldiers were stationed at Gloms, and by the time it was returned to the hands of the Lyon family in 1670, it was uninhabitable. Like, they destroyed the castle while they were there. Mm -hmm. So restorations were made for the following 19 years, including mm. new gardens and new um, landscapes around the grounds. I, ca I can't imagine restoring something for 19 years. I mean, that place must have been real messed up. Well, it's 14,000 acres. I mean, but just the castle. I think they mean the whole thing. Well, maybe. Yeah. They wanted to move back in. It needed fixed up. Yeah. It was no longer to their standards, yes. I'm sure. You know, when you're rich enough. I mean, you how can do pissed that. off would you be, though? They just come and commandeer your land and your castle and then give it back all fucking sh jacked up? That's crazy. Welcome to Scotland. Oh, that sounds like a really bad, like, B&B situation. Like an <laughs> Airbnb went bad. I don't like it. I would be a very, very unhappy Lord of Gloms if that happened. Well, I'm sure it was deteriorating as well over time. It was old. Well, you, so yeah. Of course it needs they weren't up. taking care of it, obviously. I don't know. I just, I read that and it made me yeah. a little bit sad inside. I like all these stories. They're all very like, what really happened here? Yeah. What the hell happened? Yeah. yeah. But they're like lore, you know? They're well, it's like we, kids' stories. We don't know. This is all, I mean. We'll get there. Okay. We're getting there. In 1830, a writer named Sir Walter Scott wrote that, quote, the castle had a secret chamber, the entrance to which, by the law or custom of the family, must only be known by three persons, the earl, his heir, and their lawyer or business agent. The direct heir was told the secret of the chamber and what lies behind the doors on his 21st birthday. If there was no heir and a brother were to inherit it, he would be told after being named the heir. No wives or daughters were ever told the secret. There were many that lived there and recalled that they were forbidden to speak of it, and the men refused to discuss the subject. On October 21, 1821, Thomas Lyon, then Lord of Gloms, and his wife Charlotte gave birth to their first child, also named Thomas. Sadly, the child died the same day. But Thomas and Charlotte did not make this announcement until a few days later. Furthermore, the midwife that had delivered the child claimed that the child was alive and healthy when she left, although she notes that he was horribly disfigured. He was described as having a barrel-shaped body, small appendages, and had no neck to speak of. His head seemed to be attached directly to the stout body. And here is an artist's drawing of what. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, as a humpback as of like a, an adult. Yeah, maybe not so humpbacky, but yeah, no neck. Uh, what do you mean? That's pretty humpbacky. Yeah. 
Are you sure that's just not a picture of the humpback with Notre, Notre Dame? I mean, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> you know, if I he had have a, fangs. If I had an actual picture of this kid, this wouldn't be a mystery. He does have fangs. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, just imagine that only without the hump. <laughs> Do your best. Hmm. You know, if I could find real photographs, this wouldn't be at <laughs> all like, a mystery. He was alive and well, except for... He was horribly He was a monster. Yes. Because baby Thomas would have been the oldest heir and become the 12th Earl of Gloms, the young couple decided to hide him away, figuring that he would most likely die within a few days. They put him in a secret room and days after his birth announced that he had passed away, keeping their firstborn son a complete secret. Fourteen months later, in 1822, another child was born, and his name was given as George, and he was announced as the firstborn and new heir. It is alleged that Thomas lived in the secret room for decades until his death. No one knows for certain aside from the family, and the real truth has been kept a secret for 200 years. Until now. There were only two families that served as successors, and their loyalty to the family kept the secret hidden, and the story turned lore. Okay. Why do you... <laughs> you look like you're holding your breath. I am. Oh, I could feel it coming. <laughs> Can you? Is that what you're bracing yeah. yourself for? Okay. Upon many of the heir's 21st birthdays, when returning from being shown the secret... They were burdened with horror and vowed to never speak of it again. It is believed that... <laughs> what? You can imagine like the, the firstborns on their 21st birthday. Yeah. They come out. They skip out in the... and they're all happy and they're like, yeah, secret. And then they come out and they're all pale and ashen. And they and puking like and throw up in a throwing trash can. Up and yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. They're really just hammered. Because it's their 21st birthday. They're just hungover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's their 21st day of life. Right. So I thought this was a really fascinating story, especially because it has to do with a royal family. It has to do with the queen mother. And she grew up in this. Mm -hmm. And supposedly they... She would know the secret. Well, and that's the question. Is this real? It is believed that the monster of Gloms, as he became known, lived for an unnaturally long period I'm of sure time. I'm sure that he did. One friend of the family claimed that he may not have died until the early 1920s. <laughs> Lord Stratmore, who inherited the title in 1944, said that he knew nothing for certain but was adamant that there was a corpse or a coffin bricked up somewhere in the walls of the castle. This is interesting to me because there are a lot of little accounts from family friends and writers and people who stayed at the castle who all swear that there is definitely a secret room with some kind of secret that's being hidden. So How would they know? Because they were there for long periods of time. Okay. They heard the rumors. They knew about it. Or they saw stuff. The room rumors? In the 1930s, there was an effort by the then lady of the house to figure out where in the castle the secret room may be. Her husband 
was out of town and she enlisted a group of friends to go throughout the castle, sticking a piece of white cloth out of every window. The idea was that whatever window from the outside did not have a white cloth was most likely the secret room. I like that strategy. I did too. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'd have thought of that. I think it's a really good idea because you got to assume there's probably a window in the secret room, mm -hmm. especially if you're going to be hiding some poor child in it for the mm -hmm. rest of his life. As it turned out, there were three or four windows without claws by the time they were done. Um, but before the rooms could be investigated, her husband returned home and was furious. Oh. Because again, the women were never to know the secret, but I think they knew that there were secret rooms, but they didn't know what the secret was. So I like this woman. She And, and this was in the 1930s. She was like, no, no, we're going to figure out where the rooms are. But, well, she did. Well, she did, but they didn't get to go find them, which is unfortunate. Mm. It is said that the monster would have been cared for well and was allowed to leave the castle occasionally at night. So, it is possible that somewhere, hidden in the castle walls, are the remains of the secreted yet rightful 12th Earl of Stratmore. The end. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's room. <laughs> I'm doing I'm jazz just... hands. I really thought you would like this story just because there's like Scotland and castles and, and deformed children and, and all things I love. And drunk 21 year olds making fun of deformed children, like all really, really horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> And Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Which could be argued. I just, I think it's really interesting. So I guess one thing I want to talk about is, I don't know, maybe I should just keep going. There's, there's, no, there's no real theory section, but there is a allure or possibly real section. Okay. <laughs> Which I guess is like a theory section. Like the same thing, isn't it? In theory. Is it lore or is section. it possibly real? It wouldn't be lore if it well, were possibly real. Well, I put, I put real. lore first. I mean, I hate to... I just always ask the question, like, well, what is lore? What is the purpose of it? See, lore to me stems from some nugget of truth. There may have been some little piece of truth somewhere, and it got handed down and turned around. What if and... it's propaganda that just made it through the times? Yeah. It's truth. It's not truth. It's just a propaganda, but it just keeps getting passed on. Right. What if, what if this family just really liked to tell visitors wild stories about the castle and things that happened in the castle just to like freak them out a I little mean, bit? I mean, could you imagine if because I had then, a castle, what I'd be telling people? You'd be telling people crazy I'd shit. I'd make up a new story like every time someone came over. You'd be telling me stuff because if that, if I lived in that big of a castle and you were telling me crazy shit about monsters roaming around, I would pee my pants every time I walked out a doorway. <laughs> I would be terrified. You'd be so. walking around with that EKG and spirit box everywhere yes. you go. No, no. Yeah, you mm -hmm. want to make sure you're not going down the wrong hallway. Oh, man. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be peeing and pooping everywhere. <laughs> That's what I'd be happening. What? I'd be peeing and pooping my pants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank God I'd have to wear big fancy dresses. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the old castle has a bathroom like every 10 feet. Anyway, yeah, I mean, that's definitely where that could have come from. 
we're going to get into whether we think this is lore or possibly truth. And I'm going to, I have a couple additional details for you as well. So let's go to its lore. The midwife was never identified, nor was her name ever recorded. Mm. So the midwife that said, yep, delivered that baby, and he was good and healthy and horribly disformed, but alive when I left, she has never been identified. Yeah, I would think it would be kind of a midwife faux pas to like mm-hmm. talk about the, the ugliness Lord's of a baby. Like baby right. at all. She goes back to her hut at night and she's like, man, you should have seen that baby I delivered today. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's always gossip, but. Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't untrue if they were like, this baby's ugly. We got to hide it away in a room somewhere, you know, and keep it a family secret for 200 years. This is the British Isles we're talking about. There was more than one ugly baby. No. Oh. <laughs> Throughout the history of yeah, these people. Yeah, but maybe none so bad that they hid it in a secret room. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Right. So there was that little tidbit that kind of makes this feel a little more like lore. And the other thing is that no family member has ever, ever given any knowledge or verified that there is any truth to this story whatsoever. So they've all denied, denied, denied it, which... Also, on the other hand, does make it seem more suspicious that they're denying it. But I did like this. I never heard this story. Yeah, it's fun. We all know who Queen Elizabeth is. You know, it's um, we know we all know all the other scandals that happen mm-hmm. um, because they're very spread around. But I never, ever heard this one. Never have I heard this. So let's go to this story is possibly real. Your favorite part. Okay. There was never a gravestone for baby Thomas, and this lends to the theory of the initial story that Thomas did not die and was hidden away. However, the funeral customs of the time were that so only adults would have gravestones due to the high infant mortality rate. Otherwise, there'd be... Probably didn't even name them. So many little gravestones everywhere. You know, yeah, I, I think that was actually there's a lot of unnamed baby graves like in family plots, I think. Right. Historically, so, while they're not being a gravestone for baby Thomas, if you just take it at that kind of lends to the story being real that he never died and they just put him in a room. But if you really look at what the traditions of the time were, it, it's not so uncommon. It kind of lends itself more to it's just a lore. Yeah. And then there were actually rooms that are somewhat hidden in the castle. So the details of the story do have some factual basis. I am certain there's hidden rooms. Yes. So that part makes it seem a little more believable. And after Thomas was reported to have passed away, The secret did not need to be passed down any longer. And this makes sense if you think about how after that, the new heirs were not told about it and seemed to know nothing about it. Does that make sense? Okay. So after the the monster of Gloms passed away, it was not passed down anymore. It wasn't shared anymore. So any of the heirs after that were not told or given any information because they were not there to keep be the keepers right. of that secret anymore. So they just didn't know anything about it because the women didn't talk about it. They, they weren't allowed to, and they didn't know what the secret was, apparently. 
and the men weren't passing it down anymore. So it makes sense that if you would ask a Lord of Gloms that was after this monster supposedly passed away, he would say, I have no clue. You know, so that's interesting. So they like effectively let it die out. I guess. I mean, how would you not want to pass that um, one down? Well, and that's what I've got here. You know, whereas older generations recall not being even allowed to mention it. So, you know, the generations before they would have they they said and they stated to other people, well, we're not allowed to talk about it. So they obviously knew something, you know. Yeah, it's just it's hard to say things like that. You just don't know enough about who these people were, what was going on around then, historically speaking, what was the political climate. Right. It could have been anything. I mean, it right. literally could have been anything that right. would cause them to be like, oh, we have the secret. It's like, who knows what they were up to? Right. And, and I mean, if we would have had like the midwife's name or something, I would have been a little more like, okay, I'm on board. We have a record of this yeah. woman, <laughs> you know, but she still could have been a liar. You know, we don't know that. Not that she was. So um, while the monster of Gloms or Thomas was our main story, there were some other stories about the castle kind of woven in beforehand. I just wanted to give you kind of a round picture yeah. of the history and that isn't even it. There's all kinds of ghost sightings. There's all kinds of other sightings and stuff that happened in this castle, obviously. But which one of those stories was your favorite? I love the devil one. Me too. That was my favorite. And I definitely love the woman who tried to figure out where the room was. Yeah, I like that I one really too. liked her ingenuity. I don't know who came up with that idea, but it was a good one. One day I'm going to have some secret rooms and passages. You are? Yeah. You probably already do. <laughs> And if you did, you wouldn't tell me, so. Sure I would. No, you wouldn't. Only after I was on the inside of one <laughs> with a wall bricked up behind me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I got you your were, number. You're the jig is negative. up. What? Why, do you, why would, I wouldn't put you in a enclosed secret mm, room. You couldn't even get it up. out that fast. <laughs> I not you know, get out fast. Because you were thinking about I'm it. I'm dying here. Yeah. Sorry, folks, we're both not feeling the best. <laughs> we're trying our hardest. <laughs> Sorry if this one's a stinker, but I am going to add some really fabulous sound effects and we're going to jazz it up. There's going to be creaking doors and ghost noises and and maybe like screaming from towers. And yeah, we're going to do it. Want to say goodbye? <laughs> Good day. Good day. I said good day. I said good day. I said good day. No, I said good day. I said good day. Well, it's nighttime, so. <laughs> Do you have a story that's weird or fascinating? Would you like to have your story read at the end of an episode? If so, please send your story to wthh.podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your stories. If you'd like more episodes and bonus content, join Patreon to become a member. If you liked our episode, please remember to like, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.